Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. They say plants like music. Yeah, no, like really, they, they respond to the vibrations of it, which means that this playlist you're listening to, the plants are too. You know what else plants like? Organic soil from miracle Grow. It's made with all the best stuff like wood fiber and compost. Plus, it's Omri certified organic, which officially means it's made with superior ingredients. And when you give your plants the stuff that makes them happy, they won't judge you on your iffy playlist. Hear that, plants? So go ahead and give them miracle Grow. Ooh. Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water, do you believe we have a great show for you guys today? We are doing an all-time fantasy football draft, so buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. Now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Hit your free throws because they're free. So 356 coming hot at you guys. And so 355. And I'm joined on this one by Alex Tossman, Rocktus Sopolis, and Nicholas Snacks Kreider. And we have a fun one today, guys. Uh, fantasy football is coming up right around the corner. We have a special trick up our sleeve for that one that you guys will enjoy. But right now, we want to play a little game. Um, fantasy football, all-time teams. We're going to do snake draft. Nick starts. Then myself, toss, then toss again, back to me and to Nick. That's how the snake draft works. We're going to be drafting players. We must each have one active player on our roster. It's a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, two flexes, no kicker, no defense, special teams, no head coach, no defensive player. Use your imagination for those. You could pick them for us. Only above 2,000. So Jerry Rice, O.J. Simpson, who's not a Jew, and Emmett Smith don't count. But anybody above two thousand counts. O.J. Simpson, not a Jew. Wait, oh, wait, wow. wait. Technically, you could draft Emmett. It would just be a really bad draft choice. Technically, you, you could draft Jerry too. You could draft Jerry as well. Them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, spoiler. Don't think it's happening though. Don't think it's going to happen. Peak careers, obviously, is where we're going yeah. with this. I one. mean, the idea is that we're drafting a guy. At, at his very best, right? Mm-hmm. A guy from 2000 to 2021 at the height of their career mm-hmm. to build the ultimate fantasy team. The all-time fantasy team for ourselves. No backups, no bench. Again, use your imagination. Plug Starters only. Boys. Starters only. I think this is a fun little just activity for us to take part in. Mm-hmm. You know, the first game is September 9th. So we've so, got a little bit of while. You should start yeah. thinking about your fantasy team. But we hopefully, just watched our guys get inducted in the Hall of Fame, right? Some of these mm-hmm. guys are probably going to be Hall of Famers. That's yeah. right. But 
this is what we're going to use to get us excited. Hopefully mm. you listening to it gets you excited as well. Start looking at those mock drafts, start looking at the draft boards, at the players, the player rankings by position, because you want to win those bucks and you definitely want to win the bragging rights against your friends. Yeah. You want to smoke you them. Definitely guys- want to put some player props down as well on some of these guys that are active on our rosters at betonline.ag. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. Always betonline.ag. We love them so much. Love them more than some family members and certain foods. Um, do you guys know anybody that's drafted yet? Or is that crazy talk? Um, I don't think anyone's openly said they've drafted, but I'm sure that we know people who have people who are in like five leagues. Yeah. I actually got into it with somebody at a restaurant. I, we were walking back from the bathroom table of guys. I overhear them arguing about whether one guy should be allowed to change his keeper or not. They set their keepers, I guess at the end of last year, which is kind of crazy before the preseason or training camp even gets underway. One guy set his keepers, Cam Akers, out for the year, and they're not letting him change it, which to me is kind of swag. Like, basically, they ask each each team, yeah, who their keeper is for the season, and then when they lock it in, it's locked. Like he could have, he could have set another guy, and mm. yeah, like, yeah, they asked me who he wanted to keep. He said Cam Akers. That was D Jack Hobbs. And now they're pulling a B Ricky Ponting move on their friend. Yeah, that's 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 well, terrible. I think it all depends on. It really is up to the commissioner, right, to delineate some sort of timeline. And then mm-hmm. once the timeline has passed, it's it's unfortunate, right. obviously, what happened to Cam Akers. But if it was past that timeline, yeah. now I do think it's a little presumptuous to do it right at the end of the season. It's crazy. Um, should probably wait a little bit, like let yeah. things digest, see well, how see how free agency trades that that's yeah. you know changes things legal allegations yeah that's a great call nick yeah i i think maybe it was like after maybe it could have been like not right after the season finished but it was pretty like it was definitely like at the start of training camp yeah and i got into with these guys yeah i got into with these guys and i was trying to talk to them and i i found out who the commissioner was i sniffed him out jim gordon and i accosted him (laughs) yes jim gordon commissioner gordon it was, bastard. It, it was, I told him, I said, this is, this is a bona fide heist on your friend right here. You're, he's basically taking his money. Yeah. He Shanghai, which I, he Shanghai'd him, which is, which is completely unfair. I think I, maybe I said the word Shanghai. I was pretty drunk. I hope I did. And did you grab me, a beer off their table and drink it in front of them and then sure. slam it? <laughs> no, I didn't. But if I have a time machine, that's definitely a top 10 place I would go to so I can do that. I mean, we were already we were already in trouble as it was with the restaurant. My a, commissioner a couple unsavory asked, characters. asked for keepers uh, like a month ago, and there's still like three guys who haven't given his keepers yet. So I think you should have up till the draft to announce your keepers. I mean, I, um, I think especially if there's draft implications involved, like if you're losing a pick because you're you're keeping someone, you you should definitely like know the full context yeah. of what the season's going to look like for that guy. There's so many different keeper rules though. And like how they look and how they're structured. Like mine, the one that I'm in, you get one keeper and it's an auction draft and it's, it's, you basically keep a player for $5 more than what you bought him for the previous year. So like, right. if you get a guy, you know, on a steal who, you know, mm-hmm. was 
only a few bucks and he had a, a breakout season and he's going to go for like 40 or 50 bucks. And it's, you know, in your favor to keep that guy. Yeah. Justin Jefferson's probably a guy that's a really good value pick, right? Yep. Yeah. Jefferson, like maybe even Eckler, like Her- I mean, Herbert, Herbert's a good one. Josh Allen, you know, AJ Brown, yeah. Yeah. DK. Yeah. I think Our- at the end of the day for fantasy, it's a it's a sport that we like playing with our friends and because of that house rules applies right so whoever the commissioner is comes to an agreement with the rest of the league that this is how the league's going to work like we have one of our buddies who's in what they call a vampire league where one team is like the vampire and every other team drafts normally and if the vampire team wins they get to take the the best player or whoever they want from the team that they defeated. They mm. can make moves on the waiver wire. No one else can. It's just a house rules kind of thing. So yeah. it's a lot. It can be a lot of fun, but like you do have to dictate. And certainly we will judge your house rules if they seem to be off. Like it seemed like that tables was. Yeah. I think that those guys were premature. I don't think you should have, you can't have it up until the draft, at least from my understanding as the commissioner of a keeper league, because there is a certain point you have to set the keepers. So you could set the draft order and you could set the time. I mean, maybe you have a couple days prior, but I, my, mine is set at, I think it's August 31st. You have to have your keepers in by, which is like 10 days before the season starts first game. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, considering I'm drafting on the 29th, like that's pretty. Yeah. How do you, so, how do you feel about that? I, I don't like that. That's too early. The 29th. Yeah. yeah. 29th. I've done leagues where it's day before roster set you're in like Flynn. And that's a little too late. I like two or three days before maybe yeah. like that. If the, ga- yeah. if the game's Thursday, let's do the draft Sunday night. Let's do the draft Monday. Nothing's, nothing's going to really change. And honestly, I've been in a situation where I've knocked out multiple drafts in a day and I've been stoked because I'm already in the yeah. zone. I'm already feeling it. I'm not getting tired. I'm getting amped. I'm learning how the board is going. So hopefully my more important league, my big money leagues towards the end. I mean, honestly, all my leagues are pretty important to me. Our yeah. LA league's a little smaller of a buy-in, but it's always nice, good, really good banter. You're the good. commissioner. You're, everyone's out for blood for you. Yeah. Well, no, I, I think I don't mind. No, I don't mind that. I, I, I don't mind the banter. Um, I think it's great. The banter is fantastic in that league, and it's a good bragging rights league. My college well, league of is, actors. It's, it's yeah. an LA league. So of course, yeah. great banter. Yeah. The college league is similar to that, but I'm a, I know, I think Nick, you're in a big buy-in toss or you as well. I'm in like a $200 one where it's, I guess a sizable buy-in. Um, uh, Nick, you had specified or said to me in, in, in private once and disclosed that you wanted to do a bigger, bigger buy-in league, like a thousand dollars. And to me, I I love that I about you. That to you in private. Now you, you tell all our fans that. I'm yeah. To, well, now to I rack on, on fantasy football. Thanks. Yeah. Well, I thought I thought. Look, you're a big spender. You're a big baller. Um, and I even big Nick's got. Ran. Yeah, Nick. Look, got look. Yeah, I'm going to show you off, Nick. They, they may not be able to see it, but you have a brand new spacious bedroom. And I want to know the people. Let the people know out there that you're down to throw a K on a fantasy football league. And I love that confidence. You, I know you're good at fantasy football. To me, I don't think I could do it on fantasy football just because of the injury bug. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, I mean, one couple injuries could, you know, bamboozle your entire season. So yeah, I mean, Saquon Barkley last year. Kicked, kicked me in the nuts. McCaffrey. I mean, McCaffrey yeah. was out for pretty much the entire season last year, and that really hurt me too. But yeah, I mean, I almost would rather the Saquon thing, not that you want anyone to get injured, but I'd almost rather the Saquon thing because at least you, know, you can just cut him and you're done. But with McCaffrey, yeah. I mean, you have the you have the IL or the the DL, I guess. Um, IR, IR, IR. I'm yeah. in baseball mode still. 
I know. Me too. Um, but yeah, I mean, at least the Saquon thing, it's swift and you know your season's over. Like, there's no yep. kidding yourself. But McCaffrey, um, every, every week he came back, he tore it up. Every yeah, week. but he was like back just like once or twice. It I wasn't think he like he played like three or four games. Yeah, it was it was just a, not a great showing out of him. Still probably ended up with over a hundred points across his four mm-hmm. games or something. Yeah, like that. You know what will be a great showing though? What this draft. Let's get this draft. It. Let's get into it. All right, Nick, you're first. I'm second. Toss third. Guy has to be play after 2000 peak years. So think like his best three years kind of combined. Half PPR. Sure. Half, PPR? Half PPR, yeah. I mean, Toss is a standard guy. I'm a PPR guy. Nick, I think you're somewhere in the middle, so we'll go half. Cool. Uh, with my first pick, um, I, we talked about it. I'm going to stick with my boy, LeBron <laughs> Tomlinson. Okay. Okay, Nick. So, I'm going to so, keep notes. Uh, here's the thing. Dan Thompson has statistically two of the best three fancy – sorry, two of the best four – two of the best five fantasy football seasons. I'm looking right now on Bleach Report. Two of the best five – fantasy football seasons all time by a player, right? He had that crazy year in 2006 where he rushed for 28 touchdowns, 1,800 yards. It's absurd. Um, that year, he put up 481 points without PPR, right? And people forget that he also caught a lot of passes out of the backfield with Rivers and Breeze in his career. So there's some crazy years there in a stretch from like 2004 to 2007 where he just went off, Um He's by far, I think, the most electric fans running back that we've ever seen. I think it's a great pick. I think the upside of his pass catching ability, especially if we're in a half point PPR, is really what, of course, he's going to get the touchdowns. You know, in his best years, he was there. He's at the the top of the league, um, breaking records. But the pass catching. He caught 100 passes in 2003. He caught 100 receptions. That makes all the difference. It's huge. It's a huge pick. It's a good one. I'm unsurprised by it, um, but I respect it nonetheless. This is a tough one for me. My gut is telling me to go running back. I want to go running back, so I think I'm going to go running back. I (laughs) was trying to think outside the box, but it's just not worth it. I'm torn between two running backs. One is of our alma mater, and one is a former Charity Stripe guest which is making it tough for me. I want to go with the guest, but I'm going to go with our boy from our alma mater. He also has two of the best five fantasy seasons of all time. I'm going to go with Prius Toms. It's a great pick. Definitely a really good pick. pick. (laughs) Yeah, no toss is saying that with a smile because he got someone. I'm absolutely going to take Marshall Falk with the third pick. I think one of the things that we didn't necessarily get to witness is if we're starting this draft at 2000 prime Marshall Fox starts basically at year 2000. He had one of the best fantasy football seasons of all time. Of course, five and six year old Josh toss and Nick are not playing fantasy football at that point, but it doesn't mean that he wasn't tearing it up for yourself, bro, for fantasy football teams across the country. So I'm going to go with Marshall Falk as my first running back. Um, The, that Rams squad, you know, obviously a charity striped guest and then another, you know, one of our compadres on the Believe Podcast Network and Isaac Bruce, Hall of Famer. So love love that Ram squad. Uh, and I'm going to, I think I'm going to double up on RBs. And wow. nah, I don't know if I'm going to do that. I don't know if I am. I don't know if I am. 
What are you thinking? Talk to us. Talk to us. Talk us. Well, you're on the clock and it's ticking, so you gotta. Make clock is ticking. Clock. You gotta make a decision. Yeah, I think what I'm gonna do is, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take Randy. Ah, I think Randy Miles. Yeah, I was thinking just to double up on RBs because I I actually do think that the drop off from the top four or five RBs is pretty substantial. Um, there's a lot of guys that were really good for a long time, but like that upper echelon of guys is, is kind of tough to beat, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go with Randy because at his prime in his heyday, what he's putting together season to season, he just catches so many touchdowns. He I mean, that season, he, season he had with, with Brady and new England was unbelievable. It's, it's definitely, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me. It's gotta be the best re- receiving season anyone's ever had. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was it was phenomenal record setting season. Um, both of them combined for record setting seasons there. Obviously, Peyton right. Manning, um, right. who you know he could have the record, Brady will have the rings, but goes on to break Brady's record, the fantasy record. Yeah, so I've got uh, Randy Moss and Marshall Falk. This is a tough one. I want Randy Moss. I really want a Randy Moss. I feel. I don't want to say I feel bamboozled, but I don't feel great right now. That's for sure. Um, I will say that I'm torn because I know we have to go with an active guy. And I know the running back drop-off is substantial. <sighs> My mind is telling me no, but my body is telling me yes. I think I'm going to go, look, he hasn't done it for many years, but he's been so, he had one of the best seasons of all time uh, statistically. So I'm going to take that and iron that in as my peak. Even last year, we discussed it. He's been mentioned. He didn't play really. He played three games last year, but even in those three games, he was great. I'm going to have to go CMC, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a great pick. I mean, he's still so young, and the seasons that he has played are electric. And, I mean, he's number two right now in terms of the best seasons that he's ever put together behind my boy LT. So. Yeah. Um, and again, pick. a lot of that is because of the pass catching ability, right? Yeah. One and a half peep. For sure. Half peep. You know how many receptions that guy's going to get? And he also just loves the end zone. He loves yeah. I think he's going to get more. If he plays a full season, I think it's plausible that he gets more with Darnold. I don't know. Maybe. I'm, do, you, um, do you think CMC is going to be RB1 at the end of this season? Obviously, not our fantasy show, but just throwing that out there because we did just draft him. You just mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Like it's just honestly, I it's really tri- it's really tricky. If he's healthy, sure. I think they're gonna have I'm like, look, you're you're hoping that he comes back healthy and then utilize him a lot. I would I think I'm on Nick's bandwagon of Dalvin Cook, but Dalvin Cook always misses a couple games. Like uh, always. Should we do should we do a t-shirt bet that Christian McCaffrey if he's number one, you get a t-shirt. I buy it for you. If he's yeah. not, then you pay me 10 bucks. Okay. I'm in for that. Easy. Easy. bet. I get the field. It's an easier bet for me. So yeah, that's great. That's really generous of you. I'll take a $10 bill. Nice. I'll take another t-shirt in my closet. <laughs> uh, Nicholas back to back, back to back. Well, with my second round pick, I'm taking Antonio Brown. <sighs> um, he had a couple of monster. Yeah. One of the best seasons for PPR, especially. So this is half PPR getting a lot of receptions. Um, you know, he had that, he had a couple of seasons. He had one season, we had 136 receptions 
He had another season where he had 129 receptions. I mean, the guy just gets fed the ball, um, gets a lot of yards, gets a lot of touchdowns. I think he's, you know, probably the number two uh, best fantasy wide receiver behind Randy. And then I'm going to go back to back wide receiver. Wow. I'm going to take kind of an, an old school guy, uh, but Marvin Harrison. Um, he also wow, Nick. crazy seasons with Payne Manning. I actually, uh, I actually think that's a better pick than your first wide receiver. Well, I would just, yeah. I'm looking at consistency with Antonio. I mean, obviously Marvin Harrison's all of famer and he's consistent as ever, but in terms of the like amount of crazy seasons that Antonio has had, that's why I've taken him. Um, but Marvin had that one season where he had 143 receptions. I mean, that's 143 fantasy points right there. Mm. Um, and you know, that guy Peyton Manning slung it back in his day. So if you're the top wide receiver for, for Peyton Manning, you're doing something good. Yeah. yeah. I, I like the, uh, I like the consistency with the high ceiling pick, you know, like, I think that's a really good pairing. I know all of these guys are relatively pretty consistent, right? They've all been really good players for a long time, but like it's all margins at this point with, with these guys. Cause they are all are the best at their, their position. But I do think that Marvin Harrison is just a lock to be a top sure. six receiver in any fantasy football season. It's funny that we had the, those uh, parameters of having at least one active player on our teams because, like, we're easily going to do that. I mean, Josh already have ours, and there's definitely some tight ends out there that I'm sure are going to be taken. Yeah, you just want to keep it safe, though. I mean, like, we don't want to take all old-time guys, especially from the running back slot, you know. We could have maybe made it a bit stricter, but guess what? The charity stripe never dies. There's always next year. Uh, Coolio, Julio. So, Nick, just so everyone, know, everyone knows where we're at, Nick, you got one running back, you got LT. Got double wide receivers in AB, Marvin Harrison, great great possession guys. I got Prius Holmes and CMC and Toss. You got running back and a wide receiver, Marshall Falk. I'm looking at the board. I've noticed what Toss has said. I don't think it's a red herring. There is a drop off with running backs. I'm looking at the running backs available. I'm going with one guy who's led the league in touchdowns. Um, Bama boy, former first round pick, dominated in the mid 2000s. Was thinking another Texas guy but I would be a fool to take the other Texas guy as much as I love him over this guy. I'm going to move into the flex position and go Sean Alexander. Ooh, not bad. So you have, you have trip running backs right now. Trey, Trey. Who are your, who are your running backs? Is Tom's Christian McCaffrey and Sean Alexander. Wow. So now I once again have back-to-back picks. <laughs> That's how snake works. The joys of being in a three-person snake draft, right? It's lovely. (laughs) Yeah, Sean Alexander, really good pick. Um, Yeah, I think there's there's a severe drop off at this point, and you guys have have checked all your boxes there in the RB categories. So you got to feel pretty. Actually, Nick, you still need one, right? I still need one. Yeah, still need one. Looking at him right now. So yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to do something crazy, maybe. No. No, I'm I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna take two wide receivers. Okay. That's a little that is a little crazy. Is yeah, it? I did it? Is one of them active? Neither of them are active. Wow. Yeah. Okay. 
No, I'm not. I'm not. I can't do it. I can't do it because I have to. Do, I do have to check the box of the active players. Dice of toss here. I'm just weighing my options uh, as I talk about it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Brady. Thomas. I'm gonna go with Brady. Wow. And then I'm also going to pick To. Um. So over the course of eight seasons, To was a top. 10 wide receiver so just love that consistency he's a beast it's a it's a fun pairing with him and randy moss and then i i like the tom i mean if we're picking tom brady at his best and randy moss at his best i get that that one-two punch and i love the double points from a quarterback throwing to his wide receiver it, it checks my box of having a uh, active player and takes the first quarterback off the board crazy that he's like an active player like that's your active player. He, I mean, he's very active. He wanted. He's I know he's the most active. He looks amazing. He almost looks too good. He almost looks fake. Um, okay. This guy's been in the news, not for ne- the right reasons necessarily as of late, but he is a PPR monster. He has the most PPRs in the season. 149 breaking Nick's boy Marvin Harrison's record. He is a Buckeye. He is a member of the, the Saints. I do have his t shirt jersey. I'm going with my boy, number 13, Michael Thomas. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to pass up on a guy who is really the only receiver on a roster, which has been the case for years. For years, literally. That's a great pick. What are they doing? Like why? Why do they? Why? Why don't they just get another guy? <laughs> like the Buccaneers have Godwin, AB, and Evans. Like you don't have to do that, but like, like get one guy. Like the Des thing was pathetic. That was like I love Des, but that was like a pathetic effort of getting another guy in there. He was already over the hill. They got Traquan Smith. What are you talking about? All right. Dude, on that note, Nick, you're up. <laughs> um, I'm trying to get my my next running back. Honestly. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because in terms of like production, yeah. like Adrian Peterson is like one of the best all time. Yeah. But he still isn't like even in like the top 20 of best fantasy football seasons ever. It's tricky. It is tricky. So like kind of want to look and see a guy who had a couple of like really crazy years. And I mean, you look at a guy like Steven Jackson who had a crazy year. You know, mm-hmm. 2006, you know, even David Johnson had it in 2016, but like, I also want to see some consistency, right? Like yeah. Steven Jackson was good, but he was never like, but Danny Thompson. Mm-hmm. It's very true. So I'm going to go be? out and say, and this is kind of a wild one. Okay. I'm ready. But I'm going to say Aaron Foster. He had like a three-year stretch where he was just unbelievable. He was like the top guy for a year. That's not exactly. that big. It's a little outside the box, but I like it. It's outside the box, but he won me a championship and he was actually one of my favorite players growing up. Still follow him on Twitter. He's yeah. that dude. Um, yeah, so Aaron Foster. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with Gronk. Yeah. Uh, tight end. I mean, obviously there's a ton of tight ends that we could throw out there that have had great seasons, but he just consistently does it and he's had some of the craziest seasons ever as a tight end. I mean, outperforms most wide receivers usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tough to bet a bet, bet against the man. Um, 
Um, I'm going to go wide receiver. I'm going to go the most recent Hall of Fame. I'm going to go Megatron. Fourth best season ever out of a wide receiver. The receptions aren't beautiful, but obviously he has his record-setting seasons as a receiver with yards, uh, touchdowns, obviously at 16 touchdowns, 1,600-yard season with 96 receptions. Uh, it's one of the best seasons of all time in fantasy. So I'm going to ride Calvin Johnson on this one. Nice. I like it. I think he's a fantastic player. I definitely had him on my big board. Uh, hate to see him <laughs> take in there, but going to move on with my pick. Uh, my back-to-back picks, excuse me. Back-to-back. I am going to take – I've got to take my second running back. Got to – Got to fill that slot out. Mm. And uh, it is, uh, God, Priest Holmes, he was just such a beast, man. He, I thought that was a solid pick. Yeah. I th- that was I a great pick. I didn't okay. Know. Okay. I didn't know. I couldn't tell how you guys felt about that pick. Sorry, guys. Who did you just take again? Who did I just take? Yeah. I took Megatron. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just weighing my options running back wise here. Um, I'm going to, yeah, it, it's it's tough not to be able to like I want to pick all day Adrian Peterson like Nick Nick wanted to or was enticed to, um, but it's just tough. There's so many other guys that you know affect the game in other areas. Mm-hmm. This is a little bit of a weird pick, and he was pretty dominant in his prime. He actually is an active player still. I'm going to take mm. two active players here. I'm going to take Travis Kelsey as my tight end. Okay. And I'm going to take Todd Gurley, who in his prime finds the end zone better than almost almost better than any other running back. He doesn't, he hasn't had like the longest prime. Obviously he's out of it at this point, but three of his best seasons are in the top 40. And I think that kind of speaks volumes to what kind of impact he had at his best. Um, There's a lot of other guys who have like had, kind of one and done seasons. I mean, Chris Johnson was good for a couple of years, but like, I just, you just never know what you're going to get there with the injuries. Um, Edron James as well. Like how often is he always going to be involved as heavily as he was in the years where he was so good. Todd Gurley was a workhorse back in his prime. And I just, I know he's going to put up solid numbers again, working off that baseline. I'll let Randy Moss and Terrell Owens be my, my high flyers week to week. It's crazy that we're talking about Todd Gurley's prime already. It's crazy that he's not on an active roster. Like I, 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 I'm blaming it on his agent, I guess. Like I don't get. I'm looking at some of these these running back rooms. Are we though? Like, okay, he's a year older than us, right? He's 27 years old. Yeah. For those who don't know our age, <laughs> he's only been in the league since 2015, but he's had multiple injuries. Yeah. And like you look at the longevity of an NFL running back's career, it's not really there. I mean. LaDainian Thompson, my first overall pick, played only nine seasons. Yeah, it's true. It's a good point. I mean, it's I mean, how many did Darian how many did Arian Foster get? How many seasons did Arian Foster play? He had like he had eight, like seven or eight, maybe. I mean, yeah. Like Alexander had like nine. Like Todd is coming up on his yeah. Aaron Foster had seven. Todd would be coming up on his sixth. And like one of those seasons he didn't play. Yeah. I mean, like. Can he be like the Jets' third string running back, though? We don't think that's possible. Like, that's impossible. I mean, he's going to be on a roster. He'll be on a roster this year. 
someone's unfortunately the way it goes someone's gonna get hurt he's gonna get signed um i'm gonna recap everybody nick you got two running backs lt arian foster two wide receivers ab and marvin harrison your tight ends gronk me two running backs prius Holmes, christian mccaffrey two wide receivers michael thomas megatron a flex sean alexander toss you got brady you got Marshall Falk and Todd Gurley, the Rams boys. You got Randy with the Brady connection. You got T.O. and you got Travis Kelsey. Wow. So you're up, right? I am up. I'm up again. And I'm thinking QB, but I'm going to shy away from QB for a hot second. Um, and then I'm going to go, I'm going to go one more flex here. This is a guy that I think is, I think, I just think he's one of the best receivers I've ever seen. I would probably, that I've really seen in their prime with Randy, with Megatron. And this would probably be my number three slightly ahead of AB, just because he's a physical specimen. I'm going to go the high flying, former Atlanta Falcon, current Tennessee Titan, Julio Jones. It's a good pick. I mean, he's right there with Calvin for sure. Nicholas, you're up. I like it. Um, I'm going to go with Peyton Manning. I mean, you look at consistency, you look at just, you know, another guy who just got inducted to the Hall of Fame. I mean, he's got the number one season all time by a quarterback, and he has two of the top ten. You know, thrown into one of my guys, Marvin Harrison. Love it. Um, And then got to go with another flex, right? Yep. So I have two flexes, right? Correct. Okay. So one of my flexes will be occupied by, and it's tough. I think now I can do it. I think now I can do Adrian Peterson. Now that I've fulfilled the two starters, I think Adrian will be my first flex. Love Adrian. Love Adrian Peterson. Every time you guys hear the word occupied, do you guys think of occupied Wall Street or is that like a New York thing? Um, I don't. Did I say occupy there? No, no, no. You, no, you, I mean, you used the word correctly completely. I, know, um, I just didn't realize I said it. <laughs> yeah, you had said the word occupied. Um, Nixon sport mode, fully, fully going for it. Uh, so like, the word again, where it's like occupy left field or something. Yeah, occupied. I maybe I think about it because I'm still perplexed that my junior year social studies teacher missed a week of school. Like we had a sub. Because he was occupying Wall Street, I don't. Uh, I'm just so confused how that was allotted. Like how he was allotted that free time to go do that, or if he just didn't care at this point and he was gunning out. Like why was he? Like nothing was accomplished there. Spoil alert for anyone who doesn't know what Occupy Wall Street was. I don't even know what they were really doing to be honest. I just know I had a teacher that was there for a full week. There's definitely good and bad uses of the word occupy. I mean, yeah, Wall Street doesn't seem like a great one. Like the Taliban's occupying the embassy in Kabul right now. That's another bad one. That's that's definitely a horrible occupying situation. Um, and we're wishing everyone over there the best. Uh, anyway, back to our fantasy draft on that depressing Twitter note. Um, I need a QB. I need a tight end. I'm going to fill out the QB. This guy may be the GOAT one day, but screw it. I'm not crowning him yet. Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes. We're going with Pat Mahomes, my quarterback. Bang. I like it. 
I like it. T-bone, close us out. You got double flexes. You could have you could have waited for your active player slot. Flex, so. Yeah. Hmm. I have one, I have a tight end and a flex, Nick. Patas has got his last two picks right. here. My last, my last two picks. The pick in the penultimate <laughs> round in the final round. Yeah. Two flex, two flexes. Gotta get it done here. Am I <laughs> am I has my interest been peaked where I can maybe thief a tight end from one of you? Just, I knew you were doing it. I knew you were thinking about doing that. Don't do that. That is a wild. That's an aggressive move. You don't would do, you, do, it. do you need it? I've, I, I mean, I don't need it, but like if we're talking, we're talking about all time players here and, and you've got great tight ends who impact the game, just like my tight end Travis Kelsey does in, in comparison to the best receivers in the league. So, uh, it's it's an enticing move, but I actually was just kind of I just chose not to to pick him last round, but I'm gonna pick Edron James for right. one of my flex spots. Another one. Another That's Hall of right. Famer. That's right. And over the last 20 years, he's six in scrimmage yards, um, and eleventh in scrimmage touchdowns amongst non-active participants. So yeah. I, I'm I'm cool with that. He had six top ten finishes from 2000 to 2007. I mean, I'm just living in the the early 2000s right now, and I'm totally okay. It's a great place it. to live for running backs. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm going to go with Edron James, and I'm not going to take him. I'm not going to take this guy, but I do want to mention him. Curtis Martin is a phenomenal fantasy player. This is the most underrated running back ever. He might he very, he very well might be. And yeah, I'm 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 heavily considering. I'm not going to take him, but again, I could have been really great. I'm gonna take DeAndre Hopkins. Um mm. I think that just the amount of receptions that guy can pull in in a year. I mean, it's the exact same as as you talking about Michael Thomas, but mm. I trust DeAndre Hopkins more. I think he's a better talent, just and then he's way more reliable. So I'll take him and that'll round out my team. And I'm, I'm happy with my squad. It's very sentimental. Uh, hop is a, I considered hop over Julio. That was like a, my, my head was in that place. I've also shook his hand. So that, that helps too. Always helps. There's good yeah, chemistry drove, from the, from the fantasy owner to the yeah. player. So, you know, drove next to him in Los Angeles. So yeah, I feel you, man. He looked cool on the sideline yesterday. I saw him on a TV. I've also shaken. Cool. He always looks cool. I've also shaken his hand and spoken to his dad. Really great family. Um, all right, so Toss. Uh, we'll we'll do the whole right. We'll do the yeah. whole round out at the end. Uh, Nick and I each have one more pick. Here's where my head's at. I'm between two tight ends. Do you guys want to guess which tight ends I'm between? Tony G. Um, yeah. And Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. Wow. That was quick. Okay. Maybe maybe I thought that was. A more like Antonio Gates, Greg Olson, Jason Wynn. Well, you know what I will say? Yeah. And we'll say give it maybe two or three more years. Darren Waller's in that mix. Oh, yeah. If he at this pace, yeah, he's a freak. I think he's full on surpassed Kittle. It's very unfortunate. I don't know what the hell's happened to Earths, but he's just totally out of the mix now. Um, Graham is going to get the slight edge for me just because it's too peak years or better fantasy years than Tony G's. Tony G obviously is an infinitely better tight end. His Saints years were ridiculous. Yeah. Shout out to Gates, Olsen, Witten, those boys. 
going Jimmy Graham. Them boys. Um, I'll close this out. Um, Brandon Marshall had a couple of ridiculous seasons. Um, top 20 guy bounced around the league a lot, but you know, when he had some consistency in Denver, um, you know, he was great. You know, even when he was with Jay Cutler again in Chicago, he was awesome. Um, so that is my last piece to the puzzle. And I think I would whoop all you guys. That's a shocker. The um, Nick, here's your team. Peyton Manning, LT, go, Arian Foster, AB, Marvin go. Harrison, Gronk, AP or AD, as we like to say, and Brandon Marshall. I don't feel, I used to feel bad that Brandon Marshall never made the playoffs, but then I realized that he's played with Jay Cutler so, so many times that he did that to himself. Yeah. Um, my team, Mahomes, Prius Holmes, uh, CMC, Michael Thomas, Megatron, Jimmy G, Sean Alexander, Julio, Toss, Brady, Marshall Falk, Todd Gurley, Randy Moss, T.O., Travis Kelsey, Edron James, DeAndre Hopkins. Toss's team definitely has the best hair. Your team definitely yeah. has the youth, though. My team? Yeah. What, but what is that? Well, youth is... Is that part of it? No, we, no, no. It's peak. No. Yeah. But we were younger. We're more like... I have a lot of active guys. I got Julio. I got Michael well, Thomas. Saying. You got the youth. You got a lot of active guys. I only um, have two. Two. I have four. Unless Adrian Peterson's technically still active, right? I guess. We'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I have four. Yeah. Okay. I have three. So I have three. Yeah. Tony Brown, Gronk, and Adrian. If that shows of you know just our trust in fantasy players, what we remember, recency bias, all of those combined, we were we only had to have one active guy. We only had to. Yeah, There's I think a lot of really good players right now too. Yeah, and the half PPR situation, the way the running backs been catching the ball with CMC, and the receivers catching more balls with Michael Thomas, Julio, DeAndre, and obviously Gronk. I mean, the Gronk and AB, yeah, they're active, and Brady, they're active, but they're at the tail end of their careers. So, like, it's not like they're active. Like, the only guys that are really active in their prime are Michael Thomas, CMC, and Hopkins. I, I don't – I mean, I disagree. I, I don't see how you can't – And Mahomes, obviously. Sorry. Mahomes and – how can you not say Brady's going to be a top five QB taken in every fantasy draft this year? I love him. How can – I mean, like, I, I think it's a little – as a Brady lover, it's a little disrespectful. You said you're going to name your first child guy or girl Brady, and the guy is he's still doing it. What what has changed your mind? I mean, he won it. He again, he won a Super Bowl last year. Nothing he's, has he's projected. He's he's like I just PFF don't think he's in his quarterback in the league. I just don't think he's in his prime. I mean, like his prime was like when he was setting records with Randy Moss. I mean, I don't think he's in his prime anymore. It, look, the wheels. He's at the age where the wheels could fall off at any moment, and we wouldn't be shocked. Or we wouldn't be angry. We would understand. I'm not saying it's going to happen this year, but it's plausible. Yeah, but we're also majority of football fan sentiment is also that he could go six more years and we wouldn't bat an eye at this point because he's he's just a freak. I don't know. I need his skin regiment. That's all I know. That's all I honestly do. Yeah. Like he's got better skin than I do, and he's like almost 20 years older than I am. Well, we, we probably all think that our team is the best. And for that reason, of course, we got to take it to the streets yeah. and we'll let, the, we'll let the people decide. We'll let the people decide. We'll make, we'll, maybe, we'll make a graphic and we'll do a vote. 
How about that? I'll make a list. I will do something easy, I, I, people for under, for, easy for people to understand, and we'll do I, a vote. I think all of our teams have like a, one or two guys where, like, if you're being really critical, you could you could poke some holes in our teams. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I think there's a couple questionable picks across the board. Maybe. I don't know. How, I don't necessarily know how happy I am that I took Sean Alexander in the third round. I, I but I that. like it. But I like him as your flex, though. You yeah, know, like it's true. It's a, it was a bit of a reach. I think the Brady in the third round was aggressive. Brandon Marshall's a bit very outside the box for me, but I like him. The last pick of the draft, so yeah, no, it's a bit so that's outside the box. Not, I wasn't thinking. I was not on my radar. I'm not saying it's a bad pick. I'm just saying it's outside the box. Um. I don't, I don't want you. I, look, I'm sorry that I revealed your secret. You told me in private, but I, believe that. I know. Uh, but yeah, I think these are good squads. I'm happy with these squads. We're going to take yeah. it to the streets. We're going to take it to our boys. We're going to take it to the people. We're going to put it on the polls. We'll see what you guys think. Um, take it to our girls too. Take it to the girls too. Screw it. Why not? Take it to the people. They play uh, Facebook as well. That they do. Josh has a, a couple of close friends uh, who have a really, really, Involved fantasy football league, isn't that right, yeah. Josh? Yeah. Girl, girls, yeah, they nice. do. So do you? Them, your friend, we're all friends with them. Our fantasy football preview will be featuring a female. So, and that's all you're gonna get. And on that note, fans out there, drag both feet and bounce, swing on a full count, rip that puck at that putt, hitch PKs because they're free, hit your free throws wide, gentlemen. Because they're free. Because they are free. We out you. We love you. <laughs>